0: Hey, everybody, welcome back for part two of my plant-based family interviews. We had the pleasure of chatting with my mom last week, and we are chatting with my sister this week. Sarah Elizabeth has been on the podcast before. I just looked, and it was um, August of 2021, so coming up on, I can't even believe I'm saying that, coming up on a year ago that we sat here and chatted, and we're gonna do it again. But this time, we're gonna talk all about um, what the transition to eating a plant-based diet or following a vegan lifestyle has been like for Sarah, because if you listened last week, you know that we're hitting five years. Our whole family, mom and dad and me and Sarah, are hitting five years plant-based at the end of June, beginning of July of this year, 2022. So to celebrate that, I want you to hear their stories. I want you not just to hear my perspective on what it's like to eat plant-based food, but what it was like for them, some things that they've learned, some pointers that they have for you, and appropriate to do it this week because it also happens to be Sarah's birthday week. So happy birthday week, Sarah, and here we go. Hey there, and welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. This is the show for you if you believe that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal, and you're ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a little bit of coffee. I'm Steph, I'm your wellness and nutrition coach and your host, and I want to make it really clear, you're not expected to be or live perfectly here. Lord knows I don't. After battling diet culture and then learning to navigate the world of wellness culture myself, I know a few things are true. One, it doesn't have to be complicated to be effective. Two, you are capable of creating a lifestyle you love. And three, you have everything you need to start doing that today inside your own beautiful self. On this show, we'll talk about nourishing yourself, Moving your body, getting a good night's sleep, caring for your mental health, being in community, and maintaining day to day practices that make you feel good. I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a lifestyle of wellness that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. Good morning, Sarah. Oh hi. How are you today? I'm sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) I dragged Sarah up to record early with me before work starts. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Happy to be here. Good. I'm glad. So I'm excited to do this. It's gonna be kind of different questions than the stuff that we talked about when we chatted last year. So um, I'm gonna ask you actually the same series of questions that I asked mom last week and that I'm going to ask dad for next week. So I think it'll be fun to kind of put answers side by side and see what different experiences were like. So when I first came to you and it was, I don't know the year, so never mind. five years ago, (sighs) 2017. So when I first came to you, June, 2017, and I said, so I watched this crazy documentary. I think I'm going to stop eating animal products. Do you remember what you thought at the time?
1: It didn't seem too crazy to me, I don't think, because as you said in your last episode, mom had been vegetarian Mm -hmm. for my entire life. And there had been a few years prior to that where I had also been completely dairy free. Um, And then when you saw the documentary, the first thing was there are some things you can't unsee. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that come between that and I was having some health issues at the time between digestion and problems with my neck and shoulder to the point where I was a breath away from giving up a music career because I couldn't hold a guitar anymore. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I was like, you know what? We'll try it. And there was no part of me that thought it was going to stick, Mm -hmm. but I also didn't think it was going to be hard at all.
0: Yeah, I agree. I also feel like I didn't know if it would be forever, right? Mm -hmm. It was just like, easy enough to try worth a shot. Everything's worth a shot. And I think we, like you said, we'd kind of made some dietary adjustments or had been trying different things. And especially like if you, and those of you listening know too, like if you struggle with digestion, you try some stuff to figure out what's going to make it better. Right. Right. So my
1: digestion and the pain in my body and the idea of giving up playing guitar seemed a lot harder than not eating meat, like big deal.
0: I guess that's a big comparison, (laughs) right? Like if your options, if you felt like at the time your options were give up music or give up meat, that was like a no brainer. Right. Right. Okay. Makes sense. So, um, if you had to give any kind of label to the way you eat or description to the way you eat, what would that be? Intention or reality? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: intention,
1: intention is whole foods Mm plant-based. Um, I think maybe at least 50% of the time. I would say I do a pretty good job at Whole Foods Mm -hmm. plant-based. And other than that, 99% vegan, except Mm -hmm. for honey, which I do eat. Mm -hmm. Um, So completely vegan and maybe 50 to 75% Whole Foods plant-based. There you go. Um, With intention to be as fully Whole Foods plant-based as I can, Mm -hmm. but I run a strange schedule, have weird appetite things, Mm -hmm. and
0: just do the best I can. Yeah. It's literally all about doing the best you can. I didn't know what your answer was going to be to this. I didn't know if you were going to say plant-based or if you were going to say vegan. I go back and forth. Like I use both terms and sometimes I use them interchangeably. Most of the time, I think when I talk about the way that I eat, I talk about plant-based, right? And I try to do that with clients as well, right? Like we try to distinguish the difference between what it is to eat a plant-based diet and what it is to be a vegan person. Right, Right. vegan vegan is like an identity Mm -hmm. and
1: a lifestyle and plant-based more describes the way I try my best to eat right (laughs) right
0: right right right. because you could be vegan you could say like I'm I'm vegan ethically vegan or identity is vegan but I don't I haven't eaten a vegetable this week Right. So I never go a whole week without eating. No, I'm not saying you could say that. I'm saying like a person could say that. (laughs) A person could say that and still have been vegan just because they didn't consume. And we talk a lot about the around here anyway about the intentionality. Like you said, vegan is what you are not eating, plant based is what you are, what you are trying to eat. Right. So in the beginning of making this switch and adopting a plant based diet, did anything feel hard?
1: No. Um, (laughs) It was an adjustment, I'd say, only really having to read labels more carefully Mm -hmm. and ask other people what was in their food. Right. That's like a two second inconvenience. Mm -hmm. The rest is not hard
0: yeah beyond it's not that. it's not it's
1: not hard people
0: <laughs> um and i swear this the intention of these podcasts was not to just convince people to be plant based but um i think it's it's worth noting that moms are the same thing right and you guys are two different people at two different places in your life and two different eating styles and whatever and still both of you were like no it didn't really feel hard
1: and to me committing to being fully plant based when i'm a kind of always on the run person i'm terrible at planning ahead so to me, committing to fully whole foods, plant-based is sometimes more, more challenging, not because I don't want to eat that way, mm-hmm. just, just because of who I am as a person. And it makes it hard to, to fully commit to that sometimes. Being
0: vegan is not hard.
1: Just, just don't eat the animal products. Right.
0: There's a hard. substitute for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I think it is the learning curve of checking the label, asking the people looking at the menu ahead, there's like tweaks that you make, but you kind of make them on the fly. And I guess it's perspective, right? Because it's like, we're choosing to eat fake chicken nuggets over regular chicken nuggets, right? None of, (laughs) regular chicken nuggets, not a whole lot of chicken in there anyway, right? So if we like kind of look at those comparison games, right? It's like, you're just trading one thing for another nutritionally, we can make some more investments. And like you said, it can be more time consuming or take more thought if you are planning out whole plant food meals, right? There's maybe more of a learning curve. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think from day to day basis, you didn't find it hard. No. Okay. So (laughs) did you find it helpful? So the next question was, were there any surprising benefits from eating a plant-based diet? My digestion is forever changed. Mm -hmm. Still not great.
1: It's Mm -hmm. just chronic digestion issues that are never, you're probably going to completely go away, but Mm -hmm. I understand better just by paying attention to what I'm eating, what my triggers are. Mm -hmm. And then of course, removing animal fats from my diet was very helpful in my digestion, Mm -hmm. um, but I mentioned I was having trouble with my neck and shoulder and I had been through, um, 13 physical therapy sessions. Uh, Several different medications, anti-inflammatories, muscle relaxants, like hefty. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Chiropractic. Yeah, yeah. Um, And none of it worked. Right. And I could barely use my left hand. I cannot raise my left arm above my head. I couldn't bend my head to my shoulder. I was a mess. Mm -hmm. Took two weeks of going cold turkey vegan. And I woke up one morning and the pain was gone. I could feel my left hand and I raised my arm above my head. Yeah. I said, huh. (laughs) <laughs> and it's been fine ever since. Yeah. That's completely crazy fine. It was like a year of this. And after two weeks of cutting out animal fat from my diet, my body reduced the inflammation and I'm fine. I have a music
0: career five years later. Yeah. And you probably play more now than you did then oh, too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like a lot more. And I will never forget you walking in the door and being like, Hey, look what I can do. And just like raising your arm above your head towards the <laughs> ceiling. Like, look at this cool thing. Like, um, all right. That was unexpected. Right. So when I went vegan cold Turkey, I was like, okay,
1: cool. I'll try it. It probably won't last. Who could go that long without pulled pork? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't really miss pulled pork because there's pulled jackfruit. Mm-hmm. And also I could brace my arm above my head.
0: Mm-hmm. So why would I go back? Yeah. I'll never go back. That, I was going to ask that question. We'll jump ahead there for a second. The question was, do you ever think that you'll change the way you eat again? No. No. Why would I? Would you think, well, think. I don't think you would go back to eating animal product. Do you think you'd ever make other modifications or changes? If something came up that
1: seemed as clear of a path as this mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. or clear reason, some other
0: dietary adjustment I needed to make, then sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, pretty much the same. So- if people are interested in starting a vegan or plant-based diet, um part of the reasons you know, part of the reason I do what I do is because I don't want people to have to do this sort of thing alone, right? We didn't do it alone. We all did it together. made it a little bit easier. I don't want other people to have to journey through that alone. I want to offer them some tips or advice. So are there any tips or advice that you could offer people who are interested in being vegan or plant-based?
1: First would be that tofu is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Buy yourself a tofu press, learn six different ways to season tofu, and eat tofu every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Great, That's <laughs> a, a staple. It's a hard
1: staple. Um, keep snacks in your car, mm-hmm. and that one's that one's very simple. Literally, just keep snacks in your car because sometimes you're going to be hungry, and mm-hmm. there's not going to be food that you can or want to eat. Mm-hmm. And because that's also the case, I think you guys said this in the last time, don't worry about being perfect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Commit to it, yes, sure. But sometimes if you're starving mm-hmm. and all that's there is your friend's pizza, pull the cheese off and eat the crust. Yeah. You don't have to be. You perfect. don't have to right. be worried that the cheese was touching it, or there might be a couple little shreds of cheese left mm-hmm. on it. Pulling the cheese off is perfectly fine. Not eating that piece of pizza didn't stop that cow from being tortured. It's not gonna spike your cholesterol by the cheese touching it. Mm -hmm. Whatever your reasons are, don't let yourself be hungry. Mm -hmm. Don't deprive yourself of a delicious piece
0: of pizza crust. (laughs) Just don't don't worry about being perfect, do what feels good. Yeah, I think people do worry about that a lot because they're like, if I can't do it perfectly, then I'm not sure what my next move would be, right? And we talk a lot too on here about being able to manage your own body cues and manage your own hunger and stuff. By honoring when it happens. So like if you are in a situation where you're hungry, you do the best that you can with what you have, where you are, and that will help you to make the next best choice that you want to make, as opposed to just like skipping something completely and not being able to make great choices or have energy or eating something you wish you had not that disagrees with your body or that you, you know, get frustrated about later. You just kind of got to roll with the punches for sure. Um, What kind of snacks do you keep in your car?
1: depends on the week it could be <laughs> some granola mm-hmm. some dried fruit mm-hmm. big fan of peanut butter pretzels yep,
0: yep. excellent That got like nutrient nutrient dense and calorie mm-hmm. dense stuff right yes. so that you're going to have the energy yep um so is there anything else you've learned or experienced in the last five ish years that you'd want to share people can be really mean about you being vegan oh yeah
1: and that's a sad thing that's a them problem Mm -hmm. and understand that if it makes you feel good, then the fact that people have the gall Mm -hmm. to be mean about it or make little digs about it or try and force you to eat food you're not comfortable with, that's a them problem. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: That's a really hard one for Mm -hmm. a lot of people. Um, I know people who have been vegan or even vegetarian and given it up because they couldn't Mm-hmm. Handle all the comments people were making, mm-hmm. or the people not being accommodating to the way that they're eating, mm-hmm. and that's just not our problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Our problem is what feels good and what tastes good and what makes sense to you.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, point. and that that's why I ended up doing that training a while ago, and I'll probably bring it back again for this summer. The it's nobody else's business what's on your mm-hmm. plate kind of thing, because people always have something to say, right? Mm-hmm. And they're gonna say one thing if you do one thing you're going to say something else if you do another thing you're right that's kind of on them um and also i think it's important to remember that we didn't always eat this way right so there is a cushion like you know if someone had told you 10 years ago well you're going to be vegan for the rest of your life eventually probably would have laughed and grabbed another chicken wing right like right. that we're all on kind of our own journey with this sort of thing and our own self discovery and sometimes people make a comment and it's just in your head checking yourself and saying, this is because they don't understand yet.
1: And I think that would be my part too, is not worrying about what people are saying to you, but also mind your own business and don't be that kind of vegan. That's constantly trying to convince other people to eat a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, lead by example, not by shoving it in people's faces yeah. because that
0: doesn't help anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I always think about it. I always thought about it similarly to like religion or the way that people talk about mm-hmm. religion, right? Like if you want to, you know, tell someone that they should convert is different than just simply living out what you believe and letting people, you know, follow your example or model or, or be like, Hey, I wonder what has them feeling so good. I wonder what has them feeling so happy or energized or comfortable or confident. I want what they have you know, that's a much different approach than you should do this. Right. And so I want to be clear also that that's not what we're doing here. No, 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 (laughs) no,
1: no, no. And just, I said in the beginning that when saying the difference between vegan and plant-based, that Mm -hmm. vegan is more of an identity with parameters, obviously, but you just compared it to a religion Mm -hmm. and same thing where it's a very personal thing. It's not just about the way that you eat. To me, it feels like a very spiritual part of my identity and just like there's no perfect christian there's no perfect jew there's no perfect muslim Mm -hmm. there there's no perfect vegan Mm -hmm. but it's still a very spiritual part of your identity yeah which is why it does bother me when people without fail make
0: digs or whatever Mm
1: -hmm. but just like anything else it's that's their problem
0: yeah yep absolutely and i think because veganism is so rooted in like compassion and empathy, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's the place that it comes from. And the plant-based diet portion of that, I think is partly compassion to other living things, but I think adopting a plant-based diet is compassion to to yourself, yourself. right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the difference I think is being vegan is being compassionate for animals, for the environment, for others, right? Being plant-based is being compassionate for yourself and for honoring what is going to serve your body and serve your health and make you feel good and live the best life that you can live. So then you can stick up for those other things and other causes that are important. Right. But if you feel like crap, you're not going to be able to do that. We could do a whole episode sometime on,
1: um, the spirituality of veganism.
0: Ooh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Note to self note to selves. Um, so, what are your three current favorite foods? Tofu. Mm-hmm.
1: Can those be my second and third? <laughs> <laughs> tofu
0: fried? Right. Tofu scramble. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: definitely my three main food groups are probably tofu, pasta. I'm trying to think of the third like staple <laughs> in my diet other than tofu and pasta. Uh <laughs> granola. Gra- gra- <laughs> right.
0: Uh yeah, cereal, granola. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pick a fun one if you want. Do you have like a favorite? like a fun food. Like if I was like, Hey, I'm going to Trader Joe's Thursday. Hey, I'm going to Trader Joe's Thursday. What would you be like? Yeah, get, well, we already mentioned nuggets Yeah,
1: and we really like those, um, spinach raviolis, but again, that's pasta.
0: Yeah. Right. I'm all about, yeah. All about pasta and tofu. Really? Yeah. To be honest. That's funny. Tofu was in mom's top foods too. I can't wait to see what dad says. For the record, I do eat fruits and vegetables. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Except not bananas. I don't eat bananas. Yeah, but they hurt me other fruits and vegetables. Yes. When she makes pasta, Sarah is known for loaded with veggies. Yeah. Garlic. Can that be my third staple? uh, Sure. Pasta and garlic. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay.
0: In any combination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. All right. Until next time when we talk with dad. Oh boy. about his experience, um, completely putting his diet on its head. And I have a feeling that he might get into a little bit of kind of navigating that in from a social perspective too. If you're listening to this dad before that conversation, you don't have to, it's just a thought. <laughs> and um, I think that's going to be a really interesting story. But the whole point of sharing these stories is that it's not just my perspective. We're all different people, different walks of life different preferences. And I want you to feel like it is okay for you to try something new. It is okay for you to step outside your comfort zone to say, just because that is how I always ate, or just because that is what I always believed. When I get new information or when I get new ideas, I can do something different. I can believe something different based off this new information or this new idea that I have. We're just going to Keep it real and keep our options open here and keep doing the best that we can to support our health and well-being and the health of other people. Okay, so is there anything else that you would want to say to the people before we wrap up for today? Um, I am not
1: just a hilarious vegan. I am also <laughs> a musician, an artist, and uh I'm a singer-songwriter. And I can't be on a public platform and not promote that. Yeah. I just dropped a couple songs last week with my band Tuesday night. So can we, uh, link to that since people are used to hearing the theme song and whatnot. And
0: Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely throw some of Sarah Elizabeth and her projects in the show notes. So you can check her out. You can follow her on Instagram, all that good stuff. She's also the, um, editor on this podcast. She does all the editing for me. And, um, it's her song that you hear featured Be Well on the intro and outro and all that jazz. So we've definitely borrowed a lot from her for this podcast. So thank you for sharing your time and talents and energies and efforts with um, team Be Well with Steph. Glad to. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here, and I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to bewellwithstuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well with Steph everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well.